Hey friend, Rebecca here. Welcome to Love Is Not Dead, Just My Husband. Now I know that the pain of a loss may seem never ending and we can let it eat us alive and break us down to our weakest point or we can choose to live. My question is, do you just want to survive or do you want to thrive? So if you're ready, I want you to join me here each week so we can widow our own way together. I think funerals spark conversations about death for most people, but it's superficial things like, do I want to be buried? Do I want to be cremated? Who am I going to leave my stuff to? But it's not until you actually lose someone very close Having to plan a funeral and deal with all the aftermath doesn't make you contemplate your own death. And there's things to consider like, who's going to pay for my funeral? Do I have enough life insurance? Is it term? Is it whole? What does that even mean? Who are my beneficiaries? What about my house? My debt? Do I need a will? It seems like you cannot be prepared enough. After my husband Tom died, I did reevaluate my life insurance. Switching from a term to a whole, it was double the cost and expense I wasn't expecting, but I thought it would be worth it. Packing up a house and moving to another state was a headache. I never realized how much shit we had, and it didn't help that Tom was hoarding stuff. It took me years to go through everything, and I still have a bit to go. Also, when my brother died, same thing. He had so much stuff to go through. This has made me want to live with less stuff. So I now live in a smaller place and I try really hard not to buy unnecessary things. I just don't want my son to have to spend a whole lot of time packing up a house full of stuff that doesn't even matter. Material things just don't mean the same to me anymore. My most valuable possessions are my scrapbooks. Years of family photos carefully organized and decorated with love telling the story of our lives. Another thing that's made me contemplate my death is my rare eye cancer diagnosis, ocular melanoma. You can hear more details about this cancer in episode one. It takes time to wrap your mind around having a cancer with no cure living your life scan to scan. I was also scaring myself to death with statistics and Facebook groups where I was reading about someone dying every single week. It was beginning to be way too overwhelming for me, and I ended up leaving all the groups. I did make some OM friends along the way, and I stayed connected to them on Facebook, but I don't accept any more new friend requests for people with OM. It's not because I don't want to be supportive. It's just that I don't want to lose them. My first OM friend was Deborah. We met at an ocular melanoma event and we soon became friends. She was there for me during the early stages of my diagnosis, answering all the questions that I had. We met again a while later when I was visiting in Georgia. And then days after we had lunch, Her cancer had metastasized, and she was gone 12 months later. I know four people right now battling this disease, sharing weekly updates on Facebook. It's hard to watch, but it's also a reminder that it could be me. 
It's a reminder of a death to come. I have let this cancer dictate my life more than being a widow. I've been scared to live my life or make plans past a year. Scared to have a relationship and think about remarriage, thinking that I might be the first to die. Scared to be with anyone with young kids because I don't want to become a part of a child's life only for them to watch me die. Scared that I'll never meet my own grandchildren. Scared my mom will have to bury another child before she dies. Death should not have us thinking about dying. Death should have us thinking about living. How do you want to live the rest of your life? I am so tired of being scared of death. I don't want to let death determine how I live my life any longer. I appreciate everything I have in my life more than ever before. I'm opening myself up to all possibilities in life, including love. I may not have all the time in the world, but I think I have enough to experience the life of my dreams. Because after all, love is not dead, just my husband. Thank you so much for joining me for this episode of Love Is Not Dead, Just My Husband. I really hope you've been inspired to move forward just a little or a lot. And always remember to widow your own way. I know it takes time to get there, but you won't find me sitting around waiting for my life to begin any longer. So I hope you tune in each week to see what comes next. And if once a week isn't enough, you can head on over to my Facebook and Instagram so we can chat. I would love to hear your thoughts on today's episode and get to know you better. And please, don't forget to hit the subscribe button, give me a five-star rating, and leave a review so you never miss an opportunity to hang out with me 